downtown. The following is a sponsored program paid for by First Alliance Credit Union. Welcome to Good Money Moves featuring Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union and Andy Brownell. Here's Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good morning. Welcome to Good Money Moves on News Talk 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. I'm Andy Brownell along with Jenna Tobble with First Alliance Credit Union. Good morning, Jenna. Morning, Andy. Okay, last week we talked about getting started saving for retirement. Mm-hmm. What's on the agenda for today? Yeah, so today we're going to be talking about easy things you can start doing to improve your finances. And most of them can be completed in less than an hour. All right. Yeah, super easy, right? So why are we talking about this today? Well, the reason we're talking about this specifically today is because I came across a statistic that left me kind of scratching my head a little bit. So on a recent survey by bankrate.com, respondents were asked, why don't you save money? And 16% of people gave the reason of, they just hadn't gotten around to it yet. Yeah. I, how, how do you not get around to saving we money? love to procrastinate. <laughs> yes. So in this episode, we're gonna be talking about the ways that you can get started improving your finances, including saving money, that you definitely have time to get around to doing because it takes you less than an hour. Less than an hour. Perfect. Yeah. What's Well, I guess, what is one thing we can do to start doing this? Getting better at our finances. Yeah. So I would say if you do nothing else that we talk about today in this show, do this thing. Um, I want you to take a moment to really reflect on your financial lifestyle and your financial habits. And the reason for this is because there are various habits that cost you more money than you realize and are seriously undermining your financial stability in the process. Um, So really what I want you to ask yourself and be honest with yourself about is, can you really afford your lifestyle? You know, some examples... um, to consider, right? Eating out at restaurants oh, yeah, can be really expensive. Right there. Yeah. yeah, I pick on it a lot, but it's really one of those things. But consistently eating at restaurants instead of cooking at home can seriously devastate your finances without you even realizing it because it's, you have to you have to eat. Everyone's got to eat. Right. But it it costs a lot more to go even to McDonald's these days than it does to cook a hamburger at home. Oh yeah, add it it's up. True. Oh my goodness. Yeah, so, um, you know, another thing that you might want to think about, too, as you're kind of going through this thought experiment is, do you buy things on impulse? You know, why are you doing it? You know, what are those spending triggers that are causing that for you? Is it a certain store? Is it a certain type of object? Is it a certain snack? Is it a, you know, what what is causing you to spend those impulses? Is it an emotional response to something? Um, it's tools. Then, yeah. Any tool in any home improvement store. <laughs> I don't think you're alone in that, Andy. No, I don't think I am. Yeah, either. yeah, yeah. For me, my I call the my my budgeting downfalls are my kids and my dogs. Yeah, I spend a lot more money on them than I ever planned to. Which one, the kids or the dog? Both of them. <laughs> I I love them both. <laughs> All right. 
But, you know, knowing that, I can kind of right. check. You have to kind of check yourself. Okay, why am I buying this thing? And then try to avoid doing that in the future at, when you can. And, you know, you're, we're always going to impulse buy something. But if you can at least, you know, kind of check yourself on it a little right. more often, you're going to be in a better spot. You know, and another really big one that I think a lot of people could relate to is, you know, buying things to try to impress your friends or family. Um, don't do that. You know, live within your means. Don't worry about trying to keep up with your neighbors across the street or your best friend who just got a promotion and now ha- makes, you know, two times more money than you. Like that doesn't make sense. You have to live within your means and and don't just don't try to impress. But Jenna, people. they just got a 65 inch TV. I need to get one to keep up. <laughs> there are lots of reasons to need a new TV, but just because someone else has one. So I tell my kids all the time, then you don't need it either. <laughs> we had in our uh, little neighborhood, uh, this is quite a long time ago, but the great TV wars of 1991. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I'll, I'll just, I won't elaborate, but. I can, I'm already picturing it. Well, definitely <laughs> trying to impress your friends at that point. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, yes, I believe it. Um, but really, I think this is a, just a really important, you know, exercise to go through with yourself because it's really about just digging deep into and reflecting on your financial habits, right? And if you want to kind of understand this process in a, a little bit more detail, I would um, recommend that you go back and listen to episode 97 from back in May. Um, we talked about keeping a money journal and then some of the questions that, and prompts that you can kind of ask yourself to help you through this thought process um, in detail. You certainly don't have to go that detail. I think okay. if you just reflect on a few key pieces, you can actually get through this fairly quickly and still get some really good results. Um, and really, it's going to be the kind of the best and quickest way to kind of quote unquote gut check yourself. And just get started, right? And just get started. Yeah. You don't have to go deep. Again, keeping this under an hour for this thought process, right? So this is just that step to get moving. So list out your financial priorities. What are they? Are you wanting to save money? Do you want to pay off debt? Do you want to buy a house? doesn't matter what it is. What is your financial priority for yourself or your family? Then look at your spending and savings from the last, you know, three to six months. And I'm not saying make a big budget. You don't have to get super detailed and categorize everything. Just get big picture. How much did you spend and how much did you save? Then compare your priorities to where your money is actually going. How far off are you? Is there any of your money actually going towards those priorities that you just listed out. I think this is where that gut check comes in, right? If your priority is to provide a college fund for your kids, but you're spending $200 a month on takeout or subscription services, you got a problem. You know, if your priority is to be debt free, but all you're doing is making minimum payments on your credit cards and you continue to add to those balances month over month, you're not you're not working towards your priorities. So that's that's where I say this is a good gut check exercise right. for yourself. It's not going to solve the problem, but it gets you thinking about your finances in a different light. So ultimately, you've just got to ask yourself, what are my true and real financial priorities? And then why am I not putting money towards the things that matter most? You know what I think it would do it really effectively is give you the motivation you need. Exactly. You look at this and go, is this really what I want to do with the money I earn? 
Right. So now you're going to go back to that statistic when you said, I just don't have time to haven't gotten around to saving money. You're going to look at that and go, oh, I got I got time to <laughs> make money to put it in a savings account now. All right. Because it's I, not lining up with your priorities to I, not do it. And I'm sure for many, this would be a really eye opening exercise, yes. especially with the eating out part. I know it was for me. Mm-hmm. So what yeah. else can we do that's quick and easy to improve our finances and make good money moves? Yeah, so another really big one is to check your credit report and know your credit score. You know, before I dig deep into the why behind this, um, let's clarify the differences between the two because they are two different things, but they often get used interchangeably. So credit reports and credit scores are two different things. A credit report is a detailed breakdown of your credit history, and it is prepared for you by a credit bureau, and it is a track record of your repayment on all of your debts your entire all the way back it's your history it's your history so a credit score on the other hand is a numerical rating that is determined by the information on your credit report so the numbers that you'll see for your credit score tend to range between like 300 all the way up to 850 depends on the scoring model but that's generally the range and you always want the higher number that's going to be the healthier credit score to have is the higher number um you know we talked in great detail about credit scores and credit reports way back at the very start of the show i think it was all the way back in 2019 episodes three through six. Um, So if you're not real familiar with credit scores or credit reports and how they work, go back and listen to those episodes. Okay. Um, It'll give you a really good feel for that. All right. Well, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, Jenna, I'm going to ask you to explain how reviewing these reports can actually help us be better money managers. That's when Good Money Moves continues. Right here on Newstalk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good Money Moves continues in moments with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Research shows that people... Re- Good Money Moves with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union on Rochester's News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Welcome back to Good Money Moves. Jenna Tobble with First Alliance Credit Union, and uh, I'll get right to it, I said. Before the break, I was going to ask you, so how does this help me manage my money better, looking back at my credit report and my credit rating? Yeah, it's a a good question. So reviewing your credit report, um, it's going to help you get really this full picture of what your debts are so that you can start to prioritize and create a debt payoff plan first of all. Um, But it also includes all of your past loans, credit cards, you know, all of that past debt that you've had. So looking back through that, you're going to start to maybe start noticing some of your borrowing habits and patterns that you may not realize without looking at that full picture, right? So you might not realize at the moment that you tend to borrow money every two years to catch up on bills until you look at that credit report and go, oh, well, yeah, I took out that personal loan to catch up on this. I took out this credit card to pay off this stuff. So why are you doing those things? Is it because you're not managing your money well? Sometimes it's because a life event happened that was out of control. Holiday spending might be it too. 
Absolutely. So think you can kind of start to notice those those borrowing patterns and help you to kind of maybe shift those into a better light if they're not serving you well. You know, another thing you might not start to notice if you look at your credit report is that you tend to open and close credit cards more frequently than what you realized, which can damage your credit score. Um, or maybe you see that you have credit cards or a debt listed that don't belong to you. Right, that's a huge problem because you flag, don't want yeah. debt showing. Yeah, you and you can re- have those things requested to be removed, of course, but you wouldn't know that they are on there and you know affecting your credit score until you look at your credit report. Okay, so how do I do that? Yeah, so you can check your credit report for free once per year per credit bureau. So there's TransUnion, Experian, and Equifax, and you can go um, to annualcreditreport.com and request those. Um, again, for free once a year. If you want them more than once a year, you got to pay some fee. Okay. So you covered the credit report. What what will checking my credit rating do for me? Yeah. So knowing your credit score itself is helpful because it's a really good at-a-glance gauge that can help you know if you're managing your debt well. So keeping track of your credit score used to be a lot harder. Um, it's very easy now. There are all kinds of online tools that will provide you, you know, some version of your credit score to help you kind of gauge. And like I mentioned earlier, there's a bunch of different scoring models out there. So the different, you know, credit reporting, free credit report tools that you might have access to may, if you're watching more than one, you might notice a little bit of inconsistency between them, probably because they're just using different scoring models. But in general, you should have about the same score between all of them. Well, sure. So First Alliance specifically provides this for free to our members in online and mobile banking. Um, so if you're a member at First Alliance, you can see your free credit report or free credit score, excuse me, at any time. Um, so one thing to kind of keep in mind as you're watching these is if your score drops, it probably means that you've made too many late payments or you maybe took on too much debt. Okay. Um, just if your score goes up, you're probably keeping up with your credit card balances a little bit better. They're keeping them at reasonable level levels. You're paying the balances off in full and you're making more on time payments. So that's kind of, kind of give you a quick overview of, you know, if your score drops, there's a reason that you're doing something so, you shouldn't be. Okay. And if it goes up, you're doing the right things. So in general, obviously 850 is your rock and roll star. Um, 300. Yeah. Uh, you know, you know, you're doing really poorly. I guess is there is there a range in there where I can look at this and go, this is I need to be working harder at this part of it because this signifies some issues going on. Yeah, I mean, I typically speaking, you know, right around that that 600 to 650 range is where you start to run into trouble getting approved for, for credit. So if you're kind of hitting that range, you want to start seriously looking at what you can do to start moving in a, in a higher direction. Okay. So we've Absolutely. covered two of these quick things I can do in less than an hour to help me manage my money, get better at it, at least get started at it. What else, uh, what else can we be doing? Uh, yeah, well, I just want to point out that if you listen to two episodes of Good Money Moves... And you're listening to this one right now, so you're halfway there. Oh, good. You are already improving 
All right, <laughs> but I'm not go. kidding, right? It, I'm, what I'm talking about, though, is increasing your financial literacy. Sure. This is another way to really help yourself get better at managing your money. Um, you know, so listening to this show or any of the other plethora of money management podcasts that are out there is one easy and kind of fun way to do this, right? Oh, yeah. Um, These episodes that you were talking about, the credit rating business with Troy, that was fantastic. I learned so much talking to Troy about that. Yeah, tons. I mean, you can't not pick up something that'll make your (laughs) financial life better listening to these shows, I swear. Um, But, you know, another if you're not into podcasts, which um, if you're listening to this one, I guess you must be right but you know you can also read books on personal money management there's a lot of really popular ones out there um some you know a couple of them there's the millionaire next door by thomas stanley yep um a lot of people find inspiration from that book because it it kind of looks at a bunch of millionaires and then explains that they all have these seven habits in common, you know, and that includes things like living below their means, you know, rejecting kind of that traditional consumerism. So there's just a lot of good, interesting takeaways that you can try to, you know, implement in your own financial life. You know, whether or not you become a millionaire, it's not guaranteed, but at least you have a better concept of it. And these are people you wouldn't think of from their outward activity or appearance as being millionaires. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But they're living right next to you. Absolutely. Thus, the millionaire next door. (laughs) Um, Another really popular one um, is Spend Well, Live Rich, How to Get What You Want with the Money You Have by Michelle Singletary. And this is a great one if you're a beginner at budgeting and personal money management. Um, This one, again, is a really good one for kind of finding some inspiration on making the most out of the money that you already have. And because I think that's where a lot of people get hung up. Again, going back to that statistic, well, I just haven't gotten around to it. The other part of that statistic was, well, I don't have enough money. You do have enough money, generally. Most right. people do have enough money. They just aren't budgeting well. Um, another good, really good one is Get a Financial Life, Personal Finances in Your 20s and 30s by Beth Kolbiner. This book focuses on the basics from doing taxes to debt repayment strategies. It gives you a really thorough foundation um, for anyone wanting to kind of get their financial life established for themselves. And, you know, from the title, it's obviously geared towards, you know, people in mm-hmm. their 20s and 30s. So really just starting starting out in life on your own, getting know, financially what, established. I know what two young people are getting for Christmas this year. <laughs> Um, And then the the last book I just wanted to mention today um, is The Money Manual by Tanya Rapley. So this book is, and I mentioned this one because it has some interactive features to it that I think um, can be really helpful to some people to kind of really solidify how this information can help them in their own lives. So there's sections with questions and kind of space for some writing prompts like we mentioned earlier in the show so the book really starts with kind of these simple money check-ins and from the beginning um kind of gives some actionable actionable advice that can help you understand where you are and where you want to go Um, all of them sound like excellent recommendations yeah yeah check them out i mean 
buy them, check them out from the library. And you're, you're going to have a takeaway from each one of these for sure. Probably a handful of them. <laughs> um, some other ways that you can kind of work to better your financial literacy skills, of course, is also to s- subscribe to and read blogs around money management. Maybe you're not a big book reader. You like to just pick up in information as you find it, right? Sure. Well, that's that's a great reason to turn to blogs. Um, you know, First Alliance has a blog. I mention it every episode, it, which is obviously a top choice if you're looking for a financial um, blog to read, in my opinion. Um, but really kind of the whole synopsis of what I'm getting at with kind of growing that financial literacy is really that it just comes down to taking time to be curious and look for ways to increase your financial understanding so that you can make those good money moves that we talk about all the time. Because knowledge is power and having that solid financial literacy foundation is going to be a crucial element of improving your finances. And you can do it in a very short amount of time. We're talking about getting started, taking those first steps and becoming a a better money manager and making good money moves. And we're going to continue right after this break on Newstock 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good Money Moves continues in moments with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Update your garage and get Good Money Moves with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union on Rochester's News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Welcome back. We're talking about quick things, quick and easy, right? That's the theme mm-hmm. for getting started on uh, managing your money, meeting your financial goals. Uh, Jenna, uh, any other quick and easy steps we can take? Absolutely. So a few kind of additional things that you can do that are fairly quick and easy um, for improving your finances in under an hour, Keeping, I'm keeping to that promise, is automate your money automate it. So what I mean by that is set up automatic payments on your bills. That way you will never make late payments again. You know, if you know when they're due, set it up for that due date every time. You can automate your savings, set a portion of your money to go into your savings automatically every time you get paid. So you don't have to, you know, you don't end up mindlessly spending it on something or you kind of quote unquote don't get around to doing it (laughs) so you set up just on this specific date your financial institution takes this much money out and puts it into the savings account right so that's one way you could do it um you can in a lot of cases you can split up your direct deposits to go to different accounts you don't have to send all your money to one account you can split it um uh, there's ways you can automate it um, within online banking platforms even. You, if you know that every you get paid every two weeks on Wednesday, then you can set up an automatic transfer from your checking account to your savings account to, to mimic when you get paid. Um, so then it just happens automatically. You don't have to think about it. Um, another, another really good way to kind of automate your money is to set up kind of automatic alerts and notifications so that you don't overspend. Um, I know in the First Alliance Credit Union's online banking service, there's all kinds of different um, notifications that you can set up for yourself to kind of alert you of different activity going on in your account. So like, for example, I have an alert set up that tells me when I have less than $100 in my checking account. And that just is a good reminder, not that I'm not already 
checking my balances all the time, but that's just that kind of that, that last minute reminder, Hey, you know, you better double check this. Well, you, don't even, let an overdraft happen. Don't, you know. Yeah. Even if you're a, a regular checker of your mm-hmm. account and balancing and doing reconciling, there are times of the year where you get busy mm-hmm. and you maybe that week or whatever, you couldn't do it. This is a great idea just to have that peace of mind. Yeah, absolutely. It saved me a lot of heartache <laughs> having that reminder for sure. Um, so there are just some quick and easy things that you can go and do and set up on your own typically that are just going to make managing your finances that much easier. Um, so the other thing that you can do um, to get better at your finances is to take some time to set smart financial goals. Um, if you reflected on your financial priorities, like we talked about earlier in the show, this would really actually be a kind of a natural next step to that. So we covered how to set smart goals in episode 25 of this show, which originally aired back in like December of 2019, but the information is still very relevant that the methodology hasn't changed. Sure. (laughs) Um, so just to kind of recap really quick, what smart means is that your goals are specific, they're measurable they're actionable, they're realistic, and they're time-bound. So there's in that episode, we kind of walk through those different steps of what each of those means and how you can set that up. Um, but, you know, I would say lastly, and I'm going to once again go back to that statistic that I shared at the start of the episode, open that savings account and fund it, even if it's just with $25. Just, just do it right now. Take a moment to get started. There's, there's no reason to procrastinate here. Your financial stability is at stake. And if you already have a financial uh, a relationship at a financial institution and you just need to open up that separate savings to make it real for yourself, you can typically do that very quickly. And a lot of times through the, your online banking platform is just a couple clicks of a button. So you're getting in your own way if you're procrastinating about this stuff. <laughs> there we go. The whole episode today has been about just get started and mm-hmm. steps we can do to quickly get started less than an hour so a lot of information out there and i know that we've only just kind of covered a little bit of it so where can i go to learn more about making these good money moves yeah so as always i encourage everyone to visit our website firstalliancecu.com and get subscribed to our blog we release new financial tips and advice every week uh, on tuesdays and thursdays we have new content out there for you Um, You can go back and listen to any of the past episodes of this show. I mentioned several of them today at firstalliancecu.com slash podcast or on krocnews.com. You can also subscribe to Good Money Moves on Apple, Google, Spotify, and TuneIn podcasting services. Plus, I didn't even mention any of these things in the show today, but we have tons of free financial tools on our website, like our budgeting calculator, budgeting worksheets, goal setting worksheets. Um, We've got comprehensive guides on how to start budgeting, how to start savings that you can kind of parouse. Um, But of course, and last but not least, I strongly encourage you to meet with our advisors at First Alliance Credit Union. They are there to help you get started on your own path towards making good money moves. All right, get started. Mm -hmm. All right, Jenna, thank you so much. And I will talk again next week with good money moves absolutely andy thank you all right good money moves right here on news talk 1340 kroc am and 96.9 fm kroc am